the the phrase dead people's ashes into vinyl records just got me. Yeah. So so it's that <laughs> level weird is what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that that level weird. We are right at the cusp of something huge. We are at a crossroads and the future is completely within our control. We're living through the single biggest culture shift of our time. This is the time for us to just really take charge. That's what revolutions do. They enable the impossible. So we're doing something a little bit different today. I am sitting across from my colleague, Sam Balter, uh, who's the host of a new podcast that HubSpot is rolling out called Weird Work. Sam, can you tell us a little bit about the podcast? Yeah. Weird Work is a podcast that really, we interview a lot of people who have just strange, bizarre jobs and who are really interesting people. We are focusing on really celebrating all these weird careers that people have, yeah. getting into like all the nuts and bolts of just sort of the boring day-to-day parts of it, as well as the really like interesting part of what happens when you press dead people's ashes into vinyl records or when you're uh, a professional bridesmaid or something like that. Okay. For those of you who um, are listening and not seeing my reaction, the, the phrase dead people's ashes into vinyl records just got me. Yeah. So so that level weird is what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that, that level weird. It's not quite like dirty jobs or something like that where you're like, oh, I clean septic tanks for a living. It's like you have a incredibly niche job right? Um, that a lot of people think, like, is that a job? Yeah. And so and these people, when they fill out their you know taxes in the U.S. at the end of the year, have to write that in as their occupation. And I assume they're audited pretty frequently for strange jobs. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Why that topic? Out of any topic in the world, why launch a podcast around weird work? <sighs> That's a great question. I think on like one hand, we get really, really focused on these big, very visible jobs, um, these big shifts in the industry, big changes, mm-hmm. things like that. And there's all these other careers out there that are existing that people are finding their own niche. They're making their way in it. They're creating like these really interesting services that just don't exist. And so it's super cool to talk to people who are doing just really interesting stuff, but don't get any sort of spotlight on them. You don't get to see what that life is actually like. Yeah. So what was it that drew you specifically to the role of hosting this podcast? Yeah, I I love talking to strange people. Like I always, (laughs) like I always have been super curious and will talk to basically anybody about anything. Um, not that it's super relevant, but I used to be a much heavier smoker. Yeah. And so one thing like that was really hard about even just quitting and cutting down on cigarettes was I missed being outside and meeting a strange person or somebody else on the street and just talking to them for 10, 15, 20 minutes while like just uh, meeting somebody in front of a building or a bar or at a train station. So I feel like this is like that on crack. Like this is like meeting all sorts of sweet, interesting people. So you're bringing the average listener out to the curbside with you to have that (laughs) moment of serendipity. Yeah. Yeah. That would be ideal if listeners could feel like that. I mean, not from smoking, but right. From, minus like, all the health risks. Yeah, minus the health risks. They plus get all the, interesting the joy. Conversation. <laughs> gotcha. Got it. Do you have to be peculiar yourself to host a show like this? I don't think so. I think like it probably helps, but I think just being generally curious about learning any sort of random thing and being able to just ask more and more questions. 
Yeah. Like we interviewed, I interviewed a guy who is a, a dinosaur erotica writer. Like I've never been into like monster erotica or anything like no, that. No, not been your background? That's, that wasn't something I was doing, but I had a lot of questions mm-hmm. and I was instantly like, okay, I got to learn more. So you have probably the most interesting Google search history in all of HubSpot right now, most likely. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely gave my wife a heads up on our shared Amazon <laughs> account for the dinosaur erotica stuff just to let her know. But yeah, my search history is getting more and more bizarre. Ads are getting a little stranger each day for yeah. me. Now, I know you've already had some episodes recorded. Have you had any major guffaws, any mistakes that have come out of it? A guffaw. I just really wanted to get the word guffaw into a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, that's a new one on me. Um, mistakes. I don't know. Like, I think it's going well. I assume everything's fine. Nothing is like totally catastrophically broken. Uh, the biggest mistake I, I've had, I think, is I don't know how to say the word asks. Like, <laughs> like, like I literally can't get that word right. And it took probably like 50 takes to get that one word. That's kind of a handicap for a, for a podcast host. Who, to not be able to say, let me ask you a some question. question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> it's tough. I, I work around it. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like podcasting is becoming a bigger and bigger deal. More and more companies getting into it, more and more individuals getting into it. Given how busy the landscape is, how do you think weird work is going to stand out? I mean, weird work is going to stand out because the content is insanely unique yeah this is just a group of people who have never gotten exposure like information like this isn't really available one after another of all these different jobs so i just think the content is going to be the most unique part of it yeah all right so let's let's talk a little bit about that unique content so you mentioned a few of the um episodes that you have coming up any standouts to you like anybody really surprise you yeah, I mean, everybody is surprising. They're in their bizarre jobs. Like, so everybody's a pretty surprising person. To me, the most surprising person so far has been Heather Feather. She's an ASMR artist, which is basically somebody who makes these videos where you're doing like different noises and sounds that tend to cause some people to relax. Uh, the videos vary from things that are like, head massage and it'll be like a 40 minute YouTube video where somebody's getting a head massage and you're hearing all that sound or it'll be like weird role playing videos where you're somebody's like an apothecary and she's like tapping on different glasses what was super surprising to me about that though was she was an incredibly private person yeah and was a YouTube star so it was really interesting to meet Heather as somebody who's like I I thought instantly she was going to be somebody who was like really about herself and her brand and trying to get out there. Um, but she was really private. She was really more interested in literally just making the videos to make people feel better, not necessarily to sort of elevate her own brand, brand. and yep. persona, yeah. which I thought that was like super interesting to me. That's um, actually a great segue because you've actually brought a clip here today for people to get a, their first listen of Weird Work and Heather Feather. Yeah. Um, so let's let's pause um, and listen to that clip for a moment, and then we can come back and talk a little bit more about your own weird jobs in the past. Perfect. Did you get similar reactions when you started telling like friends and family that this is what you do, or people understanding of it? <laughs> my yes, my grandma. Uh, she's in her eighties. She thought I was doing porn, but she thinks everything on the internet is porn. So 
when she was like, Heather, are you doing pornography? I was like, no, no, me, mom. Let me, and let me show you. And then I drew on her back and I was like, doesn't that feel good? She's like, oh, yes, Heather. And I was like, that's what I'm doing for people, but through their ears. And she's like, oh, okay. And then she began sewing costumes for me to use and. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> and finding like little <laughs> trinkets around her house to use in videos. She's even uh, appeared in one of my videos. She, really? She, she knits in one. Yeah. She does oh, knitting. That's so nice. So everybody was totally understanding of it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That was amazing. Thank you. I am now incredibly impressed with Heather Feather and I can't wait to hear the rest of it. But I want to hear a little bit more about you too, Sam. So I have to ask, what is the weirdest job that you've ever had? The thing that I think is probably the strangest job I've had, I've had two sort of weird jobs. Uh, One was holding a a sign on the side of the road for a place called My Place Cafe in Delhi in Lake Oswego, Oregon. Did you dance? Uh, Yeah, yeah, totally. I danced. Absolutely. Because there's literally nothing to do. By like week three, I was like alone with my thoughts. And like, like, <laughs> and like, like I had listened to everything. I had listened to all the podcasts. It's like solitary confinement. Yeah. And, and like people are just driving by yelling things at you on the side of the road. So that job was pretty miserable, not too strange. But uh, and then the second one, I think, was I had this weird side gig where I worked for a company called Austin Booze Hound. And basically bars get audited every few years. Mm -hmm. And because they get audited, they uh, end up going under. Because what happens is when you- Tax audited. Tax audited. Yep. Because when you get tax audited, you get audited not on the amount of money you sold, but on the amount of inventory you bought, right? So one of the issues is like it's very easy to steal from bars. What we would do is every month we would take the inventory amount of money or the inventory that came in and the stuff that was sold. And then I would look at the two sets of data and then I would try and figure out what was getting stolen and then how. And then I would pass that information over to somebody who would sit at a bar and try and verify whether that was correct or not. So you were like a private eye for bars internally. Yeah, like an Excel private eye. <laughs> like, like I just I just sat there with like Excel for private eye things. But yeah, that's a very glamorous way to say sitting behind a spreadsheet and comparing numbers that don't match up and noticing like, oh, we bought 30 beers and then there was 30 less beers. Somebody probably stole those, you know, like figuring that part. <laughs> What's a weird job that you've had? So my very first job was painting um, the little figurines that go into nativity scenes. If you've ever seen these, there's like a little baby Jesus, there's Joseph, there's Mary, there's like camels and donkeys. And yeah, Somebody's yeah. got to paint the all those, men. right? The wise men, all three of them, yeah. So I worked in um, a place that, that built these out, and um, I was sort of one step in the assembly line of putting together your Christmas nativity scene. And the thing is, when you get started, they start you with the easy ones. So I painted donkeys for like months. And then they kind of, you know, step you up you over time. You graduated up. You graduate to like the more important characters. Who is number one? Baby Jesus. Oh, I mean, yeah. What, I, yeah. what are you going to do? It's baby <laughs> Jesus. And so, so I finally, I actually one day, this is the worst, um, I... Hadn't graduated. I was still painting donkeys, but the woman who typically painted the baby Jesus, Jesus, I, um, multiple Jesuses, uh, she was out sick, and we got behind, and they needed somebody to do it. That was your step up to the play so moment. I got like, a, yeah, like, you know, literally the angels started singing. I was handed my tray of baby Jesus, and I started painting them, and I did a great job. 
if I do say so myself. And then I had to walk them over to the kiln to be fired. And about midway over to the kiln, I dropped it. You broke baby Jesus? I broke about 50 baby Jesus. So it's just a... Just a baby Jesus massacre all over the floor of this of this nativity shop, and they were forgiving. But I went straight back to donkeys after that. That was it. So yeah, that was that was my oddest one. So the the final thing I kind of want to ask you is: these people, you're getting to know them over the course of a conversation, um, and clearly their titles are weird. Do you find that their personalities are weird too? What's your take on the individuals you're talking to? Yeah, no, that's the part that's crazy. They're all super normal. Like, I didn't think, like, I thought people would be stranger people than they are. Like, in all honesty, it actually just makes me think the tech world that I do work in is much weirder. After doing this, I think that everyone I work with is stranger than a lot of the other people. (laughs) For sure, for sure. Because, like... What, how? like, uh, Like, there's this whole thing with everybody like who's hacking and optimizing their lives and personal betterment and you know sea changes of things we're working on and riding these waves and like these other people are doing the exact same stuff they're just not talking about it in such a conflated manner they're just doing it they're just doing it like i'll give you an example the dinosaur erotica writer he writes under several pen names one of the things he wanted to test was like Female name versus male name, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, he noticed, he was like, oh, you know, female name gets, like, eight times as many more downloads as male names do. I'm going to make the decision to go with a female name. So that's how I'll write. That's really I feel like that would be, like, a big conversation here. If, yeah. like, well, you, like, it would be, like, a big <laughs> major thing. Major breakthrough. Yeah, like, a major breakthrough. <laughs> but, like, he just, like, did it, and that was the thing he did, and it worked out great. And he moved on, and he tested other things, other titles, other content. So it just sort of makes me think that, like, yeah, the people I work with are, like, pretty strange people. And all these people doing really strange stuff are way more normal than I thought. <laughs> all right, Sam. Well, it's been a pleasure. I'm so excited for the new podcast. Um, How can people listen to Weird Work? So right now you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, pretty much anywhere where you can get your podcast. We have a teaser episode out that you can listen to, and we'll be releasing new episodes on September 28th. So go out, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Awesome. And conveniently, we are all done with this, so you can go there right now. Thanks for listening, everyone. 